0: As it goes, abandoning the magician And sometimes the white clown who blows Great big bubbles all full of screams So why should I sing another love song? Why should
1: I sing
2: another love song? We'll buy- Hello and welcome to Digital Cowboys Episode eleven, dated Wednesday the fourth of july two thousand and seven. Now this week it's gonna get ugly. Cause we're doing room one oh one. Now, those of you not familiar with British TV uh, several years ago will uh, never have heard of this particular uh, program. It's had Nick Hancock every week uh, interviewing various, usually British film stars and, and celebrities. Each week they'd put various things that they really didn't like to basically be debated as to being chucked into Room 101, which is from Orwell's 1984, as a place where horrible things happen and you are forgotten about. So uh, this week... Paul Paul Merton... Presents it now, doesn't he? Oh yeah, yeah. one of my favourite ones was I think uh, uh, Richard E. Grant once put British men wearing sandals with socks in there, which I loved. And Jilly Goulden. We're all going to uh, pitch the things about video games and movies which we would want to put into Room One Hundred One. The other three will try to defend those weekly very possibly, because the amount of wank that we're going to be coming up with, the amount of sheer, unconfined twattery, will be very difficult to uh, defend. So, I'm your host, Alex Shaw, once again.
1: I'm Paul Shotton, once again. Once again, I'm Tony Atkins.
0: And uh, once again, I'm Tom Hill. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, let's start this turkey shoot off. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my favourite, or my most hated, straight away, because I've got all this venom and vitriol I've been saving up for it all day. Okay. If you've got taste, you may have noticed trailers for a bunch of films called Scary Movie in the past nearly decade now, has not it? Yeah. If you were actually curious about these things, or you had, say, a Cineworld card, you would have gone to see a few of them. Or even actually paid good money to see them. You probably regret that now, and and really you should, because ultimately... Indeed we do. (laughs) These films are an absolute atrocity. I'm talking here of Scary Movie 1, Scary Movie 2, Scary Movie 3, Scary Movie 4, Date Movie epic movie, and not another teen movie, and the imminent release of Scary Movie 5. Now, these films don't actually contain any jokes. What they do is take very popular movies from the past, say, two years. The old school definition of what they do would be to lampoon them. What they actually do is just do exactly what was in the films, only badly, And with people falling over and farting. There are no jokes. Put it like this. I haven't seen these most of these films. I saw the original Scary Movie 1. Which was the Scary Movie with Charlie Sheen?
3: Uh, I think that was 3.
2: Yeah. I saw that one. I haven't seen the rest of them simply because uh, most of the films that uh, they, they deal with I like. And it's so cheap the way they handle each and every one of them that it's it's not going to give me even a glimmer of satisfaction. It's going to be the most pathetic. Well, for example, uh, jokes in epic movie, uh, Nacho Libra eats nachos. Okay, I just said that was a joke, but I can't see what's funny about it. They've got Borat in the movie, and then he turns up, and he's a guy pretending to be Borat, and he goes, Nice, and that's what Borat does. Well, the funny
1: thing is, <laughs> they end up taking the piss out of bad films themselves. You know, mm. something like Nacho Libre. It, yeah, oh, that was a <laughs> Yeah, it's already a bad film to take this it's just if it's a good film you know sometimes we can all laugh at you know the, the say the bit in um, American Beauty with the bag floating mm. in the air and yeah you know, back at the day we kind of all looked at it and well, that is beauty and then you know when a film kind of comes along and says seriously it's just a bag floating in the air that's kind of yeah okay, you kinda but it's just that. taking a very very bad film in the first place and suddenly saying isn't it funny because we've made this bad joke it was like no the, the joke itself in that main film wasn't funny in the first place so Hmm. Yeah, I don't need to see it even worse, though.
2: Um, Jack Sparrow is Jack Swallow. Superman gets shot in the eye, much like he did in that awesome single shot in Superman Returns. Only this time he screams and holds his eye and goes, You shot me in the eye? Ah! And then he falls over backwards. That's I, I, great. In in Scary Movie 5, Anna Faris goes to Silent Mill. They're, they're not even trying. They clearly aren't even trying. And uh, all of the uh, re- um, reviews of this on Amazon or, or Play... The ones that defend it say, oh, it's well good, you should take the mick and all that. You all people should learn to get a sense of humour. And uh, all the rest of them seem to be yeah, either eloquent or just regular people saying, these are not good movies.
1: Well, in, you know, in, in fairness, and this is what Room run away on is, we need to have a discussion point about this and you know, see if we can at least defend the honour of this thing. That's going to be very hard. <laughs> um, but one could say, look, they're at number five now. They seemed, I mean, was it one and two made... Probably over 100 million. Isn't made a depressing sum of yeah. money, yes. You know, a lot of people went to see it. You know, are we just film pigs, you know, chauvinist pigs in this? Are we just going kind of Are like we snobs, this? you mean? If we are, no, I am not. glad
2: to be a snob. We're not yeah, snobs.
1: So, I know, I'm just saying, we're at number five, maybe for a reason, but I, I failed to yes, see Yes, because them.
2: there's a lot of stupid people out there, unfortunately.
1: Because- <laughs> Because, As, because humankind is going down the toilet.
2: I can say this categorically, folks. If you like these films, you're stupid. Turn off this goddamn podcast right now.
1: We actually request that, actually. Yeah. yeah.
2: You know, <laughs> if, if you like the, these films, you're probably thinking, "Oh, you've got such humour. Why are you even listening to us? You clearly can't Do understand. They even
3: know what a podcast yeah. is.
2: <laughs> it's, uh, I don't Do know. You even spell podcast? I, I w- Who
3: is William Shakespeare?
1: <laughs>
2: Trust them not to eat them. Oh,
1: God. Yes. Not that. That that, that was a joke for Paul there. (laughs) Oh, sorry, anyway. Never mind. Anyway, carry on. Right. Yeah.
2: So, um, ultimately, I want to stick all of these movies in there so that there can't be any more sequels and that these idiots are going to have to come along. Because back in the day, I don't think anyone's going to really debate this. Naked Gun, Airplane, great movies. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, in the, to use the parlance of the people who like these films, take the mick out of, uh, films, usually what, films which took themselves a little bit too seriously and needed to be maybe, you know, bought up and, and told, hey, you know what, that scene in Ghost where, where they're having sex with the, uh, the, the pottery and going everywhere, bit embarrassing if you think about it. Um, yeah,
1: but- <laughs> something like Aeroplane had a fantastic kind of storyline of its own running through, and gags yeah. happened to actually attach to that storyline rather than it being, um, you know, we're cutting from the pirate ship, ship with Jack Swallow over to <laughs> the, the scene of, you know, Scream, you know, dealing yeah, with no, with, with no. The, the just, films
3: had a narrative, you know, na- yeah. the, the films had narrative consistency, uh, whereas a Scary Movie is just a collection yeah.
1: of sketches. Well, it's, it's basically a sketch show. I mean, it is something like you would turn on for TV for half an yeah. hour and they, they try to spread that. You know, suck you're supposed to be defending them 90 odd <laughs> minutes When well, no, that ultimately it's something that cannot be defended mm. oh, that's loads I mean, they also
2: gonna... make the mistake of uh, lampooning films which don't take themselves seriously Pirates of the Caribbean at least the first one Great Laugh never once was like the ponderers you must go on a quest blah blah blah, blah. in which case there's really no point making fun of a very funny film
1: well then the only thing that we can come up with in its defence is it's earned a lot of money and I really think if we're going to <laughs> go down that route of it's earned money in the in the cinema in the uh, cinema complex, then it's a good film. Uh, we're in very very dangerous territory. It's so,
2: earned so. a lot of money. Okay, you could say the same about black market trade of children in <laughs> various very shady countries. You
1: could, but I wouldn't touch that one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'd say one of them is even more loathsome than the other because it's accepted in modern day society. Okay, these these are these going in.
3: Yes, I of course. We have
2: a vote. Yes, yes, yes. 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 Plate, we go, put in. it in there now. Tom? Burn uh, it, set it on fire. Oh. Tom? Yes, invite it in. In. Tony? in. Tom is the decider. Uh, vote it in. Yes, in you go. 1 101. Master. Right. <laughs> okay, next.
3: Right, my first choice, we're gonna to move to, shift to video games. In fact, video games consoles, specifically. The thing that's really irritating the shit out of me at the moment. Digital rights management. And, uh, with specific, specifically to do with the Xbox 360, although I, d- I think the Wii as well, uh, I'm not quite sure how the PlayStation 3 implementation of this is is done, but it's really the Xbox 360
1: that's my my, my main gripe. It's, now, it's the same. It's locked to one system, pretty much.
3: It's locked, yeah, but I, I think it's a little bit easier with the PlayStation 3 to to get it onto another console, and you know, other user accounts can access it, you know, properly. Whereas Basically, for those I think, who, yeah,
2: I'll explain it for the people who aren't too familiar.
3: Right, what, what happens is wh- when you purchase a piece of content on the Xbox Live Marketplace, these bits of content have digital rights management in, implemented in them, which means that uh, you can't, you know, take the take the content, copy it onto a memory card or whatever whatever the hell you like, depending on the size of the file, obviously, and, you know, stick it on someone else's machine and they can play it, you know, at, at their leisure. Now, How the... it's like Xbox Live Arcade games if you you were to purchase, say, Prince of Persia which has just come out, uh, which is excellent by the way, I might add um, basically the, the, the the, the content would be tied to A, the gamer tag that purchased it and B, the console that you bought it on. Now, this is fine this is all well and good, wonderful but what happens if your Xbox 360 dies? And let me just be clear on this, they do
2: and they will. A lot. <laughs> as sure as the tides, your yeah. Xbox 360 will one day die.
3: Do you want to know something really? I was listening to a report today about this. Um, apparently the, 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 the conservative estimate for the failure rate of the Xbox 360 is 30%. That is absolutely
2: so I three Xboxes Someone, in a row. One of them's dead. Yeah,
3: someone's head is going to roll for roll for that. It's there's a, it's a <laughs> shocking figure, quite frankly. Now what happens is basically your Xbox 360 dies. Let's face it, they, that'll happen. Uh, you get your new console or whatever. Uh, you, you 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 get it repaired and you get back a console that isn't isn't the same one. They didn't just fix your one. They sent you a, a refurbished one or whatever. Microsoft, that is, or you can you you can. Con your, uh, you can convince your local retailer to take it back and give you a new one. You get your new console back. It's wonderful. You think excellent. Well, I'll just redownload all my stuff and play
2: no problem. Oh no now, no, that, no no! They say. Not,
3: not quite. Now you can still play your, play all this stuff. You can play any arcade games if you if you if you have your gamer tag, um if it's active and you're logged into Xbox Live. But if you if say you're not on Xbox Live, if say for example you take your console around to a friend's house. Forget it. You can't, you can't access it. It just comes up as a demo version. And the only way you can access it, you have to have, actually have to connect it to the net again. Now, usually this isn't a problem because if your console is, is networked, as most of these things usually are, you, you would generally assume that they would be if you had Xbox, <laughs> Xbox yeah. if you were getting content off Marketplace. It's fine. But what, okay, what happens when Xbox Live is down for maintenance? Again, you're stuffed. You can't do anything. It's just shoddy. It's, it's like they went, okay, you're only going to have one console. That's all you need. Doesn't matter. This is now, the
2: last 360 I will ever need.
3: But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and Christ, imagine how
2: many PS2s we've all owned.
3: Precisely. <laughs> it's a mess. It's an absolute shambles. Two, by the way, to that answer. Uh, three? Sold the first one to get the slim one. I've had three. Um, none of them broke down. I should
2: add. No, I've had four. Uh, Christ. <laughs> I think
1: I've, had, well, I've had a couple, and um, uh, Christ, the PS1, well, I had what four, I think. <laughs> One you dropped, though, to be
3: fair. Yes. Yeah. One of those does not count. You broke that yourself. But anyway, um, but yeah, basically, it's, it's a, sh- it's a sh- bit of a shambles, quite frankly, and Microsoft needs to sort this out. Because currently, I've got some content from a previous console, some from the new console that I bought, and it's a mishmash. And if, if Xbox Live is down, if my internet connection is down, I'm screwed. I can't play it.
2: Tell me oh, more wait. about these downloads. I mean, I heard from Tony that there's a special download you can get. If you've got Crackdown, you pay £7. What it is? You, you pay £7, you download it, and what it yes. does is it wipes all of your game that you spent uh, 20, 30 hours playing. And, yep. um, and, and you start from the beginning, and oh. that's it.
3: It's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, that, I'm, I'm brilliant. I, I love it. Like, that. I mean, that's <laughs> a bug. To be, that's, a, that's completely different. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bug. It's, it's, Well...
2: I mean, hey, that, they have one of those bonus cool. upgrade packs for the Guitar Hero 2 as well. Here, you buy yeah. some extra sound <laughs> uh, tunes and it wipes all your old tunes. So that's you brilliant. have to do them all again. It's great. You can so get your scores again yes. and, you know, all of those things, all that hard effort you put into it, just gone.
3: You're wanting to go up now big time. Right. Now, <laughs> in, in, in iTunes, for example, if you were to purchase music through iTunes, you can authorise five different computers that you can, you know, access your iTunes account from. And you can deauthorize these computers as, as you like. And in fact, you can wipe all of, wipe the slate clean once every 12 months. That's a sensible way of doing it. I wish Microsoft (laughs) would implement something along those lines. As it currently stands, it's a fucking mess. And it should fucking get in room 101 now. Right. What do you guys reckon? No, in I'm its i I'm going
1: to do some counterpoints here. Yes, go for it. I, go for it. I think we're un, we're under no illusion that DRM has to assist on these consoles. Yeah, absolutely no IGN, problem. So it's it's not a, a DRM issue. Where no, we're actually it's the implementation of it. It's the implementation. Now, I would suggest that Microsoft wasn't wasn't aware that their, their consoles would be dying left, right, and centre. Thirty percent the Right. So it's not wrong for them to necessarily believe that um, people would at least be keeping their consoles more than six months, which some are lasting. Um, I would think want to
2: play their old Xbox Live Arcade games after Yeah. Well, year.
1: Once, yeah, but once again, I don't think this is entirely down just down to Microsoft. I know Nintendo have a weird policy where it's kind of locked to the console and you have to do weird shit as well. And I know Sony, I'm pretty damn sure that Sony has... A similar way of doing stuff, though I think mean, just to entirely blame Microsoft would be a bit harsh. I, I think, think Sony's like, one though. If you get it replay, if you get it replaced, you can download well, it. On, back, on Sony's um, defence, I'm um, sorry, on Microsoft's defence. I think they started this thing now. When you send them your console, they now send you your console back. Rather than a refurbished version of it, so it will be the console come back. Mm-hmm. So that's the right step because they know they have this issue. So they
2: are at least dealing with the situation, rather just playing. They are
1: half-heartedly dealing with it. But, it they're, it. They're but they're they, have, but it, they I have, I have hinted it. that there is something in the works and it's going to be coming because they know it's an issue. I think what's actually rather happened here, they've. Kind of foolishly thought that they 're not really good, you know a console is going to last a good few years, and nobody 's really going to be stumbling upon this I have, no, I have no doubt that this is going to be implemented in a downloadable p- patch at some point. I just think you know they 've been caught off guard a bit too soon um, sooner than they would have liked, and I think a lot mo- too many people have made a stink now and you 're going to see something that 's going to yep. fix this it doesn 't make it right for the you know obviously at this present time it 's really 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 fucking annoying but i 'm pretty damn sure that something 's going to come off. And actually fix this in the same way I think that both Sony and hopefully Nintendo will be doing the same thing. It needs to be exactly the exact same as the iTunes store, which is not take the piss. You can't deauthorize everything you know, every bloody week. You know, once, once a year, maybe twice a year, if you can actually contact Microsoft and say, look, you know, yep. you have my 360 or the 360 is dead. It's past its warranty. I'm not willing to replace it. And even if it takes a phone call for them to actually deauthorize your account, and redo it, it should exist. But like you know, I said, there, there I should be a system want
3: to do it. it. Yeah, I, I think that I think they also ha- the, the fact that they've released the elite console uh, with the HDMI and all that sort of stuff. There, there's a, there's a reason for people to upgrade to that, and that I think pushes this whole thing forward. I think they have to. But as do you as it stands, it's a mess.
2: Right, is it going in? <laughs> <laughs> now, remember, of course, it only affects thirty percent, not not the other seventy of Xbox Live users. All right, yeah, that's it. No, I don't know how Live... much
3: of that thirty percent are.
1: Um, Actually connected to live, mm.
3: but there's a lot of people who are fed up with this. Well, what worries act-
1: me is if I if I chuck this into the pit of doom and it never returns, it may never come out, and we ne- may never ever get downloadable content again. Yeah, um, yeah. It's,
2: yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's, ultimately, it's it. part and parcel of it. I want to put I want to lock the scary movie films away forever. DRM has to be adapted. It has to be worked with. It. It can't just be forgotten.
3: As I, I think- said, it's it's DRM <laughs> implementation on consoles here and now, it's nothing <laughs> to do with what's going to happen in the future it's
1: nothing to do with that. I think can it's I a haddock, haddock slap in the face rather than a pit of
2: yes. I'm, I'm actually going to agree with this one I, I don't think, and I don't want to piss you off Paul but I don't think this should be put in room 101 it needs to be discussed and looked at the reason being um, that it's something that needs to be discussed and evolved and it's not something that you can just um, take away and destroy.
1: I agree. I, I, I'm, oh. I'm, I'm on completely on board with you that we need to sit here and we need to shout at Microsoft and someone needs to kick them in the balls and tell them to fix it faster. Yes. But at the same time, it's not something that is, you know, irreversible. The scary movie films I spent what probably three hours of my life watching so far.
2: Oh, that time know. when he hit his head and then you know, he did it I'm again. They're going
1: to get those back. And this, it's just like, well, you know, we need to be oh. doing this Okay, us. okay.
3: When your Xbox 360 died, <laughs> Alex. <laughs> Yeah. Come have a word with me, okay? I
1: problem. will. We I shall. Guess, and you know, and now I know the situation, and I, you know, I, it really does piss me off. But ultimately, I can move on. I don't necessarily have to play that arcade game. I can move on and play something else during that time period. It's wrong. It is wrong. That's, but it's but that's it, not the point. does not the point.
3: <laughs> they should have implemented this so long ago. It's not even funny. Tom, they do you want to their a? Do you
0: want to join this one? <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think it's. I think it's. I can I can see where everyone's coming from. It is something that needs to be worked on, but Paul's key phrasing is, right now. here and now, what it is at this precise time, he sold it to me. It has to go down.
3: Rock on. It's a deadlock.
0: <laughs> it, it is a deadlock. And at the moment,
2: I'm actually vaguely swayed just thinking about the idea of if my 360 died tomorrow... And basically, I'd never get my uh, my Guitar Hero 2 package back. But uh, I bought two uh, song packs. And
3: it's, it's not that you'd you you get could, it back. You'd get activity. it back. It's just you, it, you'd have to always be logged into live to do it. And when live is down, forget it. A waste of time. You, okay, you stick it
1: in, buddy. What how? Get, it. Yes, get in there. Do 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 What's basically going to happen here. It's going to be there on its claws, holding in until they fix the problem where it's going to. Yeah, and then it will okay. jump
3: straight. When yeah, it does, Tony, and it jumps straight back out, we'll have a special well, show. You know, can yeah. we, listen,
1: yeah. in, in fairness, stick both the uh, the Wii and the PS3 on that same production line and chuck them in there? Because you know, they're they're in the same situation. I right? have the no problem
2: phone. with that. <laughs>
1: it's not specific. It's not specific. Uh,
3: actually, it's not console specific. But it's. Mo- I mean, my specific. It's the, the one you actually buy stuff on. Not just. It's the one, one. I buy stuff on. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and also my PS3 hasn't failed yet. So, yet. <laughs> so well, Touch, for touch some one.
2: wood now, Paul.
3: I've got the wood.
1: Holly Valance. Holly Moving right. on,
2: Tony. <laughs> what's yours? <laughs>
1: That's a good argument. Uh Right, <laughs> mine is. The price of stuff in the shops.
2: Ah,
1: in, in
3: <laughs> it
2: goes straight away before we even
3: start. Blood and cabbages,
1: potatoes, so
3: expensive <laughs> these days. Right. Yes, specifically tried to buy a halibut.
1: Xbox 360, PS3 games, fifty quid a pop. You know that is ridiculous. <laughs> um, walking into a store, seeing the CD for fifteen quid. Excuse right. me, fifteen yeah. quid. Um, is it like and, a double CD? Uh, wandering and going. Hmm, maybe i want to buy this HD DVD, not for 25 fucking pound, I'm not but gonna buy it, this HD. get it. 35 quid for smoking AC is a bar. it Jesus Christ.
0: Who
3: pays uh, that? It's got combo disc on it, it's not even a fucking combo disc. Idiots. So, so
1: get
2: that right. Right. Yeah, it's basically a case of, you want something, you gotta to have to wait, isn't it?
1: Now, yeah, it's, it's, I know I, they're there, I mean the shops obviously have overheads, we've heard this oh. all before, you know, they gotta, HMB's <laughs> gotta have, or other, similar shops <laughs> I've got to have a big kind of um, display and it's it's all this in but it's impulse buy it's walking there going I want this and I'm willing to pay in a, an HD or a Blu-ray form an extra 20 quid
0: in some yeah. cases
1: for this thing here and now and I'm so glad I've grown to the point that I can go wait two days for it to be delivered from the net mm. maybe that sometimes like a day but it's just you know Forty nine ninety nine for a game. Do you remember when
2: Buffy the Vampire Slayer came yeah. out on video and it was like ninety pounds for the first <laughs> series or something crazy like that? I don't remember. Uh, it was. I can't remember the exact specifics, but it was just a case of there is no way in hell anyone would pay that much for it. But it, it sold somehow. The X Files series one um, was like.
1: Videos 50, are really expensive, aren't they? <laughs>
2: they were so expensive especially for like box sets of TV shows because it was like look and get all the TV shows not just two of them on one tape and it was like yes why don't you do yeah but But, thank God for TV it has to
1: be said some inroads have been made something like um, Tesco's or even Morrison's or Mm. the, the supermarket chains seem to be the ones really kind of Hitting that internet price,
2: Casino Royale seven ninety nine.
1: Well, I walked into um, uh, Morrison's uh, yesterday and they had the this brand new Xbox three hundred and sixty PS three game and it's thirty two ninety
2: nine.
3: That's more that like
1: it. Is more like the price. God of it. War dollars nine. Thirty two ninety nine on the shop. I mean, that was more than I paid for it. I <laughs> <laughs> you know. I was like.
2: Okay, so what you mean there is not specifically retail, but high street shops, not supermarkets? Well, it
1: seems to be, yeah. Uh, I mean, supermarkets seem to be because they have this huge <laughs> buying power from, I don't know, who knows how they work, but they, they seem to be able to get the, the prices down. But someone, hmm. I'm, not, I'm only picking HMV as a specific shop because But that's because they
2: food hold food. the bloody monopoly on the place. I mean, um, you know, if you want to go buy a DVD, you don't go to Woolworths because they won't have it.
1: It's like 15 quid for a CD. I mean, Tom, you buy a lot of CDs, you know, 15 mm-hmm. quid. I mean, no, I, no, I, I wait
0: until they come down to but, the sales where you get two for a ten and stuff or...
1: Do you buy, remember a time when we always had to buy something on day of release? So yeah. Oh yeah.
0: oh yeah, I have done that before I fully held my hand up and say yes. But now, I was there, I was queuing. I think, I seem to remember even, um Blur, Great Escape, I actually gave Mr., my good friend Mr. Shotten <laughs> the money to buy it on the day of release. Because I couldn't and get to him to Woolworths and he was, was absolutely he was correct.
1: correct. <laughs> there's, there's one or two receptions where you have to have it there and then on that day. Say it's like your favourite band or, or whatever, you know, that film you absolutely must have and you can't even wait a day. DOA, Dead or
3: Alive, Linkin Park.
1: <laughs> but for the most part, what well, it normally takes a month to two months for these things to go down into like the 3 for 15 range. So, wait people. I mean, it's just, it annoys me so much. I mean, there's a reason why there must be that price, but at the same time, I haven't brought anything in HMV for
2: ages. Me I meaning
1: Ages, any high street shop. Even Christ, you know, not even games because you know we use a, a great website now, and it's you know the games are cheaper, and they they deliver deliver the goods to you the day before they even get in the shops. So. <laughs> the
2: last game I bought in a shop was the Sega Mega Drive collection, and I think we all know how that turned out. Yeah. By the way, just sold it for a tenner.
1: Well done. Yeah, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> yeah, so, so for me, it's ridiculously high retail prices, um, and just, you know, the competitive of the online world that just kills it nowadays. There was, there was once no option, but now, quite frankly, there is and you, you might as well just wait two days.
2: Yeah. So Fair enough. So does it go in? um uh, yes yes <laughs> no arguments there i think there we're so the begin- to no one's like oh well i like paying 60 quid for my box sets
3: can i just say one thing we've targeted hmv here with video games for example more often than not i've gone in there and they're you know take for example the darkness will be what 37.99 for example mm. So not completely unreasonable. So, they, but it's just the problem is, as you say, with HD DVDs, they seem extortionate. But I think that's more the pr- you know prices set by the distributors that they they kind of almost have to kind of stick.
1: To well, that, with, that with is what ultimately money. an RRP is. Exactly. Yeah, I, I think the funny thing is the only reason you're seeing these stores now bringing you know trying to bring the prices down is because nobody actually buys stuff in them anymore because they're like. You know, that, quite frankly, spending 20 quid more on a game, you know, is no, is no fun, you know, mm. or 10, 15 well, quid. Yes
3: and, so, and, and the the re- these retailers it, are not stupid they they know that they know this uh, they know that they 're getting their asses kicked by the online retailers, so yep. they 're having to counter it in some way shape, or form, plus as we've already identified, they can rely on the must have it on the day kind of mentality Idiots. that uh, some well it, well not necessarily sometimes there 's a thing you, you don 't want to run the risk of not receiving it in the post on that uh, on the day it comes out you know i, I, oh, yes. I, I am uh, why I'm would risking Halo that? Three uh, in terms of <laughs> hoping to get that. You know, if not, if not the day before, as as gameplay typically do, certainly on the day. But you know, uh, it's a it's a bit risky.
1: But anyway, that helmet's never going to fit through my door, you know. Uh. No, I've. Uh, i I,
2: uh, remember one time i I ordered the return of the king extended edition from play for christmas and it didn't come on the day of release so i went out and bought it anyway from the supermarket and then had a job of a time trying to get rid of the second copy because it came like the day afterwards on a sunday when does anyone get anything delivered on a sunday it was at like Christmas. Satan was laughing at me.
1: Postman's at the door, or something. We like, uh,
2: to top it all, <laughs> disappointing uh, extended edition. Okay, and was it in, by the way?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it, it was Ultimately, it. I it think is it is.
0: Yeah. Da Room one oh one. Tom. <laughs> okay, my first gripe. It's a very alarming trend, and this year has seen at least two offenders. Um, it is pointless horror remakes. <laughs> That's a good It's it's just pointless. It seems to be right, we're bored, we haven't got anything to do. Let's dig up this old script and shot for shot remake it with a bunch of people who might be kind of like the original cast, maybe. Talking about horror
1: remakes like I don't know. We're,
0: well, the which, can the you the give specific comics. examples? Oh, no, it's, it's not so much. There's something. There's a couple that actually good. <laughs> like what? The Hitcher. The Hitcher was bad. Remake. Why yep. bother? Rubbish. The Grudge. Ugh. Why bother? But
2: that was just an American remake of. it's remade by the same guy, Takashi Miike. Yeah. And he's he, he a as well. it, He's uh, stuck uh, on Hannibal the same movie. fucking film over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> he has Still. a grudge against the world. It would appear he keeps repeating the same terrible act over and over again, just like the ghosts in his film. The Hills Have Eyes.
3: Well, the hill, You it's... mean the really good Hills Have Eyes um, remake?
2: Uh, Texas Chainsaw it. Massacre, the new it's generation.
3: It, in See fact, to...
2: add the uh, one with Matthew McConaughey and René to that particular list.
3: All other than number one. Yeah. I don't know. But the sequel at was had the world's largest chainsaw in it. so <laughs>
2: did it need a car to carry it,
3: it, it literally I, I've <laughs> ne- that is the it, this is the Texas Chainsaw on Massacre 2 this is Toby Hooper I think directed it there's a bit in a uh, car car chase and he gets out Leatherface stands on top of the car with the biggest fuck off chainsaw. <laughs> of <laughs> there is seen.
2: a there's a remake of the last house on the left imminent uh, Damien the Omen 666 last year Oh, I remember yeah, Psycho the fog. Of the Psycho oh. i The fog. yeah oh. Yeah, uh, oh, there's uh, Invasion of so the Body Snatchers being uh, released called The Invasion, which looks like it might actually be all right.
1: Their reasoning would be this. They cost very little to make because <laughs> they involve actors that have yet to actually break onto the scene mode Such
2: as Nicolas
0: Cage. <laughs> uh,
1: such as Sean <laughs> Bean, who
0: is... Yeah, uh, yeah on, Sean Dean uh, yet to break on uh, Excuse me no, very no, awesome.
1: but The general <laughs> would be that um, It features lots of young actors with breasts yeah. <laughs> um, Such as Matthew McConaughey They cost very little They <laughs> employ directors Normally that um, aren't really Famed for too much yet And they do what they're basically told to do Oh, Rob cost,
2: Zombie doing Halloween
1: Yeah, They cost very little And they, they tend to make back Reasonable sums amount of money
2: It's now, not large amounts
1: I agree with you Tom They are they are terrible They shouldn't actually exist But at the same time <laughs> The odd one Good come true I don't
0: Paul I don't likes know my, um, I, I, the I The only one Of the list That I've got in front of me Is um Dawn of the Dead I quite actually like that Oh yeah no, That's, that's far okay. better Than the original Yeah um, uh, Apart from that Looking at that The Fly Then the that, was that? Re- they, that was a remake The one Oh that, that, that was excellent used. Yeah sorry <laughs> Oh god <laughs> one that, that everybody day. thinks okay. is the original is that the one 1986 yeah the Cronenberg version was got nine, uh, Night of the Living Dead from 1990 Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2003
1: okay in, in the interest of fairness can anyone think of it a good one you know is is this blanket that you know if they're going to announce a remake of an old horror film that it's likely to be shit you know, in uh, which case uh, it's as as, it's as like was a already 90% made. certainty as
3: was already mentioned, the, um, the Hills Have Eyes remake is better than the original, in my opinion. Only because the original is uh, so cruddy. It's not really as cruddy, it's just a bit lame now, and I just thought the original was, was much, much better. No, the yeah. remake was much better, what am I on about? Um, <laughs> I've lost, I've lost my brain.
2: <laughs> Which actually happens in the Hills Have Eyes. <laughs> it does.
0: Is it, is the remake of the Hills Have Eyes still, um, a good horror movie?
2: Yes, yes. Yeah,
3: it's actually, okay, you know, I really like it. Liked is, it. All right. <laughs> so, so, um, is
2: it worth this ridiculous trend? Uh, no, wh- it's not. Is it in fact, work- you, meant, okay, you mentioned, uh, the last, to- for
3: example, the, la- the last house on the left is actually essentially a remake of the Virgin Spring. So even that, in a sense, is a bad a bad remake. It, it's already so it's strange. Although I actually didn't think it was too bad as
1: a film, but anyway, but yeah, so yeah. going off
3: the point a bit. Going anyway, anyway, slightly off um,
1: the point, you could argue that the the horror genre itself, you know, in its entirety, not even remakes, it's just it's suffering. Sequel-itis. It's Just there seems yeah. to be nothing of any. And I mm. think the last great horror film I saw what was *The Descent*.
2: Oh, that's a great film. Yeah, that that remade just... into *The Cave*. <laughs>
1: God, would it be? A miss to actually, you know, encompass bloody all horror films as such.
2: No, no, because then it wouldn't go in. Because I mean, there's some crackers out there like Wolf Creek, um, The Evil Dead 2. Um, There's, you know, there's some quality. Yeah, I'm not going Mm. all
1: the way back to the start time. No, I think horror remakes gets my vote. They're pretty shitty.
2: Yeah, and there's like a 90% chance that they're gonna be yeah, shit. As I, a
3: whole, are It's not
2: worth it for the one good apple that makes the bunch look good.
3: Yeah, there there is the odd the odd good one, but yeah, gen- as a general, rule, they're crap. So, right.
2: yeah, so is that is that a vote of yes? In it goes. Stick
3: that mofo. Room 101. Ironically, is going to burn in hell.
2: Absolutely. I'm I'm like so. Okay. Uh, what are we on to now, me? Yep, yep. you again. Back. Okay, uh, it's kind of similar to Tom's. Actually, it's basically an uh, alarming and annoying trend that seems to be taking the uh, the cine- cinema world by storm. Um, remember back in the day when animated films were really good?
1: No, it seems too far. Yes, it was. A, you lie. It,
0: it was a I long was time ago. Crack- I was watching a cracker of an animated film the other day and was realized it? it was made in nineteen. 19- 86. What was that then? Pray
3: tell. Uh, what was it?
0: Uh, the Black Called Co- no. um, Akira. Akira? Akira. Akira. That's, and it's, it's an anime cool. film as well.
2: Well, this is more about my uh, annoyance at American films, uh, an American Disney-style fare. Taking a turn from being um, giant sort of... Fairy tales writ large on the screen so that, you know, uh, little children could be encapsulated into this, these wonderful fantasy worlds where things are a little more naive than they were, they are today and just, there's, you know, they tell a story. I don't love all of them by any means, but I think The Beauty and the Beast and, uh, Sleeping Beauty and Cinderella, they all have a giant fairy tale to tell. And when they're stuck on DVD, they're still absolute classics. Now, what has replaced them? especially felt in 2006, appears to be the industry saying, right, okay, we see what Pixar are doing. Right, they use CGI instead of cell animation. Um, they have anthropomorphic animals or toys or something like that, maybe fish. And uh, they have jokes and pop culture references. and um, and And that's pretty much it. Now, what they fail to grasp is that Pixar also have really, really good stories. They have great characterization. They have depth. They have attention to detail. Attention to detail is so important in Pixar movies. They have all these little things that are going on which make you smile. And they don't automatically make you laugh and go, ah, that was funny because it fell over. But they make you smile because you think, the guys who made this really know their stuff.
1: Well, you're laughing because the characters have made you laugh, rather yeah. than a slapstick. You know, slap. You know, a, a, mm-hmm. a character that trips over or something actually physically on the screen is happening for make you laugh. It's actually more about the a wink and a smile and an emotion rather than a, a physical presence.
2: But let me just go through a few of the movies from 2006 that we got instead of um, the Jungle Hit Book. Us
3: with it, we we will react accordingly.
2: Okay, just make your noises as you wish. Okay. These are in roughly chronological order. Go for it. Ice Age 2. The Meltdown. God, help us. Ch- chicken Little. <laughs> the
0: Wild.
3: My brains are exploding.
0: Over the Hedge.
3: Fuck off. Uh,
0: Barnyard. <laughs>
3: haven't, I
0: se- I haven't I seen this film three times already? <laughs> yes. this year. Open the yeah. Season. Oh no, make just, that no.
3: Hoodwinked. Yeah, we've been hoodwinked, yeah.
2: Flushed away. Yep, I wish other, Which I haven't actually watched, <laughs> but um, looks weak looked, in comparison to the rest of it. Looks boring as hell. The ant bully.
1: No, go the reef. away. We already oh, made the ants.
2: Oh, the Yuck. reef, which doesn't even try to be Finding Nemo. It tries to be Shark Tail.
1: She's terrible compared it's like to
2: Finding Nemo. Uh, <laughs> well, Tale is rubbish. It's like basically seeing, looking at an Elvis impersonator and going, man, he's cool i want to be like that elvis impersonator <laughs> and then happy feet at the end which i i haven't seen but everyone else seemed to love and because it had dancing penguins okay now the only two truly excellent uh animated films of last year were monster house which is criminally overlooked and i mentioned it before and cars pixar's mm-hmm. I, i'm i'm ignoring of course the uh, the excellent fodder from japan i think wasn't Howl's moving castle out last year or was that 2005
1: it probably was made in two thousand five.
2: <laughs> yeah. We're ignoring the stuff from the east because it kind of it, it's they they're doing it no out this thing. yet. But yeah, ultimately that leaves an awful lot of films that just do the same thing over and over again: screaming animals flying through the air, bashing their heads on things. All of them with celebrity voices. All of them like instantly recognizing Like, hey, that's Bruce Willis doing the raccoon. It's Bruce Willis, and you don't really care about the raccoon itself because it's Bruce Willis doing the raccoon. And Gary Shandling, who of course all the kids love. And, and they, they, you know, they've got hyperactive ones, and you've got really puerile jokes that children can laugh at, and you've got these clever nods, like things, like chariots of fire in Madagascar that people go, Oh man, I'd hate to be 1982 right now. They achieve nothing. They don't. They don't teach our kids anything. They, they don't teach our adults anything. Ultimately, the most recent offering, Shrek Three, Komodo stated that they, they seem to appeal to both the children with the slapstick and parents with sort of apologetic jokes for yeah, okay, right. You've had to been dragged along by your ch- uh, children to see this film. Here's something for you. Now we're gonna do some fart eggs and poo. Uh, oh, sh-
1: right, can I have a rant on this? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> right, I and a strong believer that kids films should be designed for kids. Sod adults. Now, yeah. If I'm taking my when I have a kid, if I take my kid there, it is a Maybe kid's side film. Stepped. Yeah, it is a kid's film. It is designed for kids. Now, I have a funny story about this. I was over at my, my brother's house, he has two children. Now we were watching Shrek together and they were bouncing off the fecking walls. They were just <laughs> yeah they wouldn't sit down. They were out in and out, in and out and I ended up watching the film more than they did. Now Fair enough, you know, and because it's, you know, it's light lighthearted, not really a lot goes on, it's more like a scene of sketches once again. Now, I went round there the other day, they were in the same mood, their mum stuck The Lion King on, and they sat there for an hour and a half Almost. and watched this film, because it was engaging, they, they had, you know, an emotional reaction to these characters that they didn't actually want to go outside and, and do something completely different. They were actually sitting there watching the film because it was it's made designed for kids. That. And plus, you know, at the same time, you know, as an adult, it's a great film. <laughs> this is what Disney used to do. They used to make films for kids. They didn't care about the adult. They were just, they were fantasies. They were ridiculous. You know, there's something that couldn't happen in real life and they're all the better for it. No, I don't want my kids' films to be something that I can. En- I I want them to enjoy it with the kids because the kids have taken some sort of emotion out of it. At the same time, I don't want a little nod and a wink and say, "Heh we know you're sitting in the audience," because that's not what the film is there for. It's for blinking kids and not me. So mm. that's what I think. Or like like... in hell. <laughs> <laughs>
2: totally agree. Okay, that that that's that's a pretty impassioned speech and and well worthy of this particular. But because
1: I mean, we've we've discussed this time and time again, every year we look at the lineup, and we go, what happened to Disney? I mean, Pixar seemed to have taken up the slack somewhat for them. Um, but, you know, now they've kind of wandered off and doing their own own stuff. Um, and they've even gone into, like, the ferrari of kind of um, preaching or giving stuff to the adults, something like The Incredibles. You know, that I always thought was a lot more for the adults rather than the kids. But the and same Disney. thing, I think they've come back separate. again, that with cards, you know, it... it doesn't entirely suit so well for the adult audience, but, you know, it's very nice for the kind of, the child. You
2: say that, but I disagree. I think, ultimately, Cards is all about basically slowing down and taking life in the in the, uh, in the slow lane and, and just sort of, you know, examining the things that you've got going for you, which is a very grown-up uh, way to look at life.
1: Aren't they really strange in the way that they, they actually do make films that both adults and kids can sit down and not just kind of have that knowing, you know, knowing wink, but somehow enjoy it both together? Yeah. And but that that, some that, that, all yeah. other studios seem to have just lost into, in, you know. The original Shrek was kind of funny. Be, once again, it was something new and nobody had really done this kind of thing in a kids film knowing Wink. But unfortunately, it's really released hell upon us because the <laughs> last four or five years has been nothing but just rubbish. Something like Monster House to get annoyed. You know, and I even annoyed it under the basis that Did I was that? just so fed up of seeing bad kids films that yeah. I've just stopped going to the cinema to see them. Apart from Cars.
2: Yeah. I really, I, I, if I could have switched Cars for Monster House in Reflection, Reflection I would have done. I, I did like Cars a lot, but Monster House yeah. was true. I
3: would have done so in a heartbeat. Yeah. I love Cars, so.
2: Yeah. It's is good, isn't it? I like it's it. Fine, I like oh, it's fine, but it's just,
3: okay. it's not Monster House.
2: And, and Paul, um Newman. Penguins won <laughs> anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, sod it, the penguins, because they the can dance! <laughs> the <thing>. Okay, <laughs> right. So our bug-eyed CGI animal fests getting in room 101. Uh, and basically, uh, it, it's a return. To, uh, if they do, it's a return to sell animation, proper stories, and rather than just big, overflowing effects features with nothing really to engage anyone, like Atlantis and Treasure Planet, something more like The Lion King from Disney and their uh, competitors.
1: Give us a fantasy. Well, a- hang fine. on, you can't make fantasy now.
2: Yeah, you can only make sort of pop culture type things with gophers in them.
1: Well,
3: Alex, you said, so what you're asking us is, should we put it in Room 101? I mean, as a counterpoint, let me... No, wait, fuck it, just stick it in.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> da, 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 room 101. <laughs> and it's screaming and burning in hell. And yep. you, oh, no, this, uh, it just, it just vaporised because there was no substance to it.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> it's dead now, kids. It
1: was like steam out of a kettle.
2: Next like... year, there will be a film, and it will be about Frogs. But it'll be really good and it'll really engage you and it'll be about our frogs journey in life and what it really wants to do.
3: The way the way, the way it'll be
2: in, in cell that, animation. Oh, it's yes. It's like
3: Cart- the way Cartman comes up with the Adam Sandler movies.
2: Yeah, just, uh, Adam Sandler uh, lives on an island and falls in love with a pineapple.
1: <laughs> but I am generally scared that we we have now actually lost the art of making fairy tales. I, have. I, I honestly can't believe... You know, I can't see a, a Sleeping Beauty type story coming out of um, no I mean... studio now I, I think something like I think the way we're gonna end up is like monster house you know something a little bit more kind of growing up but you know at, at least good at the very least give us something good but I can't honestly see a fantasy you know, a, a fairy tale type a probablypheum proper... Because, well, because it, was,
3: it has to have knowing humour, and, and, so and also
2: really easy. immediately dated cult, pop cultural references. So, like, you know, they whack Justin Timberlake. Goes, oh, Justin or Timberlake! La
3: Vida Loca.
2: Amazingly, <laughs> Justin Timberlake has actually uh, endured. So that hasn't dated as a reference, but the pop idol thing that's looking pretty old now. But and
1: the worrying the wor- thing with all of this is that these make money, and the thing huge is, amounts of yeah, money. Every film before that used to make money because the kids' audience. It's just a huge cash gap. I mean, you know, pa- parents are always going to take their kids to the cinema. Mm. So it doesn't mm. matter whether they're taking them in there to see um, Hoodwinked or a brilliantly made structured fairy tale. It's just the fact that you know, Hoodwinked is publicised more than something like Monster House, which has a real, ah. know, real trouble actually getting people into the cinema because everyone's seen fucking Hoodwinked.
2: But Hoodwinked had a, a jive-talking granny who snowboards.
1: So ultimately... If it's okay, it's from One hundred and one. That's going to leave open for something like Monster House to actually be the film in the limelight, and everybody going to see, it and everyone just forget.
2: So uh, it'll be next year at the Oscars. <laughs> it'll be the equivalent of Monster House and the equivalent of Cars, and no Happy Feet.
1: Room one hundred and <laughs> one. One hundred and
2: one. Okay, right, Paul.
3: Right, my second choice is cinema adverts. <laughs> Yeah, um, they're, they're what they're what the iPod was invented for. Um, <laughs> if I'm absolutely honest about this, or sorry, or uh, whatever portable portable music device you have to have, Tom, um,
2: <laughs> a CD player in Tom's
3: case, CD player in this case. Yeah, no, basically. Um, I have two main problems with, it, two main problems with them. It's not, it's not the, it's not the film trailers, uh, that you, the usually, which is ten, usually what, the, t- the preceding ten minutes before the film starts. It's those, the Pearl and Dean bookended, uh, s- selection of adverts for cars, alcohol, um, <laughs> any other thing you care to mention. If I can Drinking to
2: mention. and driving, basically.
3: <laughs> basically, yeah, um, just, and also those annoying Orange adverts, although I can't be too disrespectful to Orange now, now that I'm a, an Customers. Orange user. A no, but anyway, never mind. They, they they had a better deal, what can I say? Anyway, <laughs> basically, my main my main gripe with them is that uh, although I wouldn't necessarily expect the, the makers of these adverts to, to immediately assume that they're making them to be screened in the cinema, uh, the problem I find is that the, you know if they have a joke or a, a certain hook uh, about them you've seen them once they're not funny i go to the cinema quite a lot so <laughs> i see them 29 times <laughs> even less funny by the end of it so it's just, it just it's just an endless stream of just build often you have to sit through nearly 20 minutes worth on some, mm. on some occasions
2: and it just, it's just in how many hours how many days of your life you've actually wasted watching these rubbish adverts uh, and has, the, it bought, would, has it? Has he got you to buy a Peugeot yet? I've
3: not bought a Peugeot. I don't know. <laughs> that, that advert with the uh, the oh god, it was. I, I it's in a restaurant. Some, something to do with contact lenses or something. It was that was a real pet hate of mine for a while. There are occasionally some some you know rare rare wonderful ones in in amongst the clag like that Nike Plus advert with Edward Norton doing the voiceover, which I, I, I think seen? is. Which have you not seen it? Oh, it's brilliant, brilliant advert.
2: i will take that YouTube.
3: Uh, and uh That's it's, it's,
2: you should yeah
3: Sorry. it's one it's one one of those uh, one of those kind of things is great uh well i should say it's edward norton's voiceover but anyway um so occasionally you get some, but generally speaking you have to sit there and what happened what now happens to me is i see the images i hear the sounds of guitar hero guitar hero 2 or whatever <laughs> i'm playing on my pod i could be listening to a podcast i could be listening to this podcast uh, whatever um, yeah folks I'm that's just so what i'm
0: should...
1: <laughs> fed up with it uh they they drive me insane i realise that the cinemas have to have, to have these yeah, things i was going to ask them. that what, why are they actually there you know there's obviously a good reason so basically it's reason? money
3: it's money they, they subsidize know, the cinema. cinemas they yeah it. of course they, sub, they they do so you know okay, i, so I if
1: understand we take they them have out. a purpose if we take them out what happens
2: well, cinemas will
1: have world to show films a day. The world ends. Clearly, I mean, do that, cinema tickets go up? That, no. That
3: well, this is what I don't understand. You see, my experience of going to the cinema in the states, for example, was that there was
2: in in, in
3: a country that's so heavily advertising saturated as the states. There was, like, next to no adverts for cars, blah, whatever. It was like the movie trailers straight into the film, away you go. It was baffling. I was like, what on earth is going on here? I don't understand this. Yet, back in the UK, I sit through 45 minutes from the beginning of the program to the start of the History Boys one time. Uh, When it starts, I so many adverts... So many tr- I
2: mean, sepia-tone mountainsides with silver cars flying along precisely. them. Precisely. And a bunch and, uh, of 20-something uh, twats laughing at a party, and then it goes, drink Bacardi responsibly. Fuck off! Don't want
3: to drink it! Finally, fuck off! When the film finally started, I just cheered, and, which, of <laughs> course, you know, there was, there was laughter from people in the audience because they were feeling the exact same thing. You know, they, but, It's I mean, not so much the fact that there's... It makes there's, the
2: three-hour films this year we've been enduring even longer.
3: Exactly. It's just, I, I don't mind... I don't mind a couple maybe. Uh and as I said, I've managed to counter most of it by listening to other stuff you know or going instead. to the bog you could say well why don't you just come in just before the trailer start you know roughly when they're going to start and i said well that would that would be okay were it not for the fact that often often like has taken your seat yeah. exactly you you, you get <laughs> in late and ev- you can't bleed and see what's going on and you end up nearly sitting on someone so you have to sit through all these adverts can yeah, i do a awesome little experience?
1: experiment here yeah have any of us ever on the strength of Any advert in the cinema gone and brought a product that... Uh, An iPod Shuffle. I was addicted. I bought um, an
2: iPod Shuffle thanks to that advert with a dancing git. (laughs) It made me go, ooh,
1: what are they about? It's Alex to blame, right, Paul? (laughs) Okay. (laughs)
3: As I, as I said you talk yeah but this this is not um, Well
2: I am the warrior
3: crappy adverts I mean as I said the night class is great in, in does, does ad- you are asking does the advertising gen- in a general generally speaking work, does it work? No, I would say I've
1: never bought anything from the uh, the for ad adverts. As a general <laughs> rule no well, we're not the we're not
2: the people that advertising <laughs> is basically aimed at we're, it's aimed at people who are very impressionable we are very discerning we are very strict about everything, apparently.
1: apparently I, I so. honestly want to see one day, you know, a Mercedes-Benz up on the screen, you know, shooting across the screen in weird and wonderful lines, and somebody sitting next to me going, you know what, I think I might buy one
2: then. I shall I'll buy one
1: tomorrow. <laughs> oh, now. now. I um, I'm, I'm, I'm flawed.
2: I'm to, to, to compound Paul's thing, not only sometimes do they put the adverts on, They put the same adverts on. I'm I'm watching... It's a Renault Clio advert, and it's got the wonderful bit of music, uh, A Cineman by Nina Simone. (laughs) Right, at the beginning. And it plays it, and it's got these The Best of British, The Best of French, and it's played after one, which is The Best of British, The Best of French. It's got, like, bulldogs and stuff. So it's like, you advertise them the same thing in the same way. Okay, right, that's done, fine. And then it does the fucking advert again in a slightly different way, and then it does it a fourth fucking time! It's like... (laughs) I've seen this advert four times. You've taken up 12 minutes of my life with this bullshit. I'm never buying a Clio again. Sharon, what do you drive? A Clio. Right, we're going outside with a brick. <laughs> Tony, what do you drive?
1: All right, brick. <laughs> now. this so <laughs> advert.
2: I love that music. I hate that advert. Because they make me see it four times in a row. I, and I, I then it goes, also, doo, 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 doo.
1: So,
2: like Odeon Cinemas, friends, sponsored well, by Renault. Wow, no fucking surprise there.
1: Can I put one advert that I'm just so pissed off with now? It's not the what? orange adverts, because ultimately I am pissed at them, but they obviously serve a, a purpose of bringing some sort of um, money into the cinema. So if I have to put up with just five seconds of that, then fair enough. Fist a gal. It's the thickin' Apple Mac adverts nowadays. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like those two. They were nice. The Peep Show is great. Why the fuck I like, do like the Peep Show. Do it. Every time I see it now. And that, Alex, like you said, I've I've sat in there and I've had that advert four times. I'm like, just ram it down my throat. Oh now I'm gonna buy a fickin' Mac. Oh I'm a Mac.
2: And I'm a PC, God, and I'm rather great, stuffy yeah. and difficult to use, despite the fact that you're actually supposed to sympathize with Mark Moore. Oh, you've so got the pieces. point. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, honey, uh, Folks at home, we're recording this podcast on PCs. Yeah, <laughs> to <be> <laughs> <laughs> difficult to use and stuffy and boring, though they may be. We like Mac, we just also like to use computers. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but
3: we like iPod. Except. Okay,
2: right. A cinema advert's going in room 101. Yes. 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 it in there. Yes. yes. We we 101. Du, 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 du. And it exploded and its intestines flew everywhere. <laughs> right. Tony.
1: Or over bad horror films, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, I'm going to go for running times of films. This uh-huh. year. Not even just this year. Well, actually, no, this year. Because this year seems to be a bigger one more than ever. It <laughs> seems to be the latest craze after Lord of the Rings... A film would need, or needs to run three hours or even two hours, 45 minutes because they're just feeling like they can't justify the three hours. They can't justify two hours, 45 minutes most of the time. There was a t- Alex once said to me, and we, we took the piss out of him for many years of this, all films should be 90 minutes. It's the easiest running time for me. And we were like, ah, oh, yeah, but you get stuff like heat and all this other stuff that needs to be that. But some marketing guru all of a sudden has decided that <laughs> every film whether it's good bad needs to be three what's hours what's the opposite on... of
2: a guru sorry <laughs> a satan worshipper that's the one <laughs> yes
1: needs to be two hours 45 minutes long. <laughs> and I've just you know once, if I haven't lost enough time in my life sitting there looking at a fecking advert on the screen <laughs> you've suddenly agreed to a film that's two hours and 45 minutes long that blatantly doesn't need to be like that you know, I, I tend to defend something like the new Pirates of the Caribbean
2: yeah uh. um,
1: <laughs> But that film, all it needs is a thicken an edit and a cut, and you, you stick it there with a 90-minute film.
2: Ditto Spider-Man 3.
1: Everything's okay. Spider-Man 3.
3: Um, if you'd removed it... all the pauses from Meet Joe Black, it would have been half the running time.
2: Yeah, and a good <laughs> film as well.
1: Um, I, no, I can't it's like, adjust- uh, Anthony
2: Hopkins, I... I feel... <laughs> I feel somewhat afraid of dying. All
1: all it
3: needed <laughs> was a slow motion run of Claire Follani. Oh yes, and that, for 90 minutes. that would have been. Anyway, we're
1: going completely <laughs> off the track. Yeah, the <laughs> oh, I there think that's a, a good. Films I like Out that. there that can justify it. The Lord of the Lord Rings trilogy the f- had to be that amount of time. You know, Heat. So, to be fair, it could have been even longer, which they did with the director's cut. But you know, a lot of people found their asked to be numb after just seeing the original in the cinema. Now, something like Heat, it needs the the time to grow the characters, to, to and that's why I'm saying you need. Films that are three hours or two hours forty-five. At the same time, you need to understand: you get something like Spider-Man Three, it doesn't need to. What was it two hours forty-five minutes?
2: <laughs> and so, no characterisation took place there. Well, it's two
1: it's, it's, it's about two hours twenty minutes. Because I mean, admittedly yeah, it's about half an hour too long to be. It's too long. It just these films pirates need cutting down. Spider-Man needed cutting down. There's just too much... It's a case
2: recently, of, you go to see a just film, just kiss goodbye to your evening. You, you know, you're going to get home at midnight, no matter what you go to see. There
1: seems to be no other purpose than just putting it there because they've suddenly realised they can. Instead of actually saying, right, we need a really tight structure of a film that, you know, doesn't need to be flabby. And all these are are just flabby. And, and do you know what the major
2: irony is? Okay, do you, this, is, this is actually biting irony. Yep. Okay, the one film this year that we actually want to be long, that we want it to be double its length, in fact, to be seen in its entirety. Three hours, ten minutes, I believe. Anybody? Isn't it going it's to be happening? happening? Nope. It's not out yet. In this country. Grindhouse. Yep. Grindhouse. Well done, Tom. Yes. yes, Grindhouse will not be released in its entirety. It will be released fragmented across two months. I'm rather annoyed at that one. And we're going to have to pay for two tickets and see it two times in a row.
1: I wonder why they did that. <sighs> well, don't, don't worry. I mean,
3: Tony's favourite, Michael Bay's new film, Transformers, <laughs> is 143 minutes. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Die Hard 4.0 is 100, 128 minutes.
2: God.
3: Interestingly, what one, one I did notice was uh, 4, Rise of the Silver Surfer, is only 91 minutes. That's I'm going to go see right. that.
2: That's a tempting running time for me. <laughs>
3: You see, that sends. It, we need to see, We need to go and see shorter movies to send the idea that, hey, you know what? I, you see, I kind of like. The, you... I want to go and see Vacancy. I kind of like the fact that it's only eighty-five minutes. I was yeah. like, yes.
2: I watched oh, yeah. Beavis and Butthead Do America the other day. It lasted dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. We had a leisurely dinner. We we cooked it. We sat down. We ate it. We had some pudding, and by the time it was finished, it was finished, and we laughed the whole way through, and we felt refreshed. Now, you could have watched Beavers and Butthead do America twice with some change in just watching Oceans 13. Yeah. Uh,
1: right, let's say, it... it's, not, it's not a case for me... That and watch those Renault ads. ads over nice, <laughs> but it's, it's more of a case that films, are, you know, the, somebody sits down and watches and just said, look, this is just full of flab. Cut it out. Not only are you going to have a shorter film, but Bang you're going to have a more coherent, a more kind of tight and action-packed film rather than just saying give them more, give them more, give them more. <laughs> so I'm all for the three-hour epic because some films quite frankly need that. Yeah. Other films, they should just know better and somebody needs to get you know in that editing room and just rip these things to shit. And for example, sure I
2: think the Harry Potter films would have actually benefited from being a bit longer. I mean, they've, they've got some weighty books behind them. Yeah, and. The- Actually, a so the A bit, a little the, bit. Um, uh, the, new, little bit. The,
3: the new film, The Order of the Phoenix, is 138 minutes long, and apparently features uh, actress Katie Lung twice. It's quite impressive. That's, okay. that's impressive. It's uh, impressive uh, abilities she's got there. CBFC <laughs> entry.
2: Is it one of those chroma key things where she's on screen with herself?
3: Uh, I'm. Well, one
2: hopes. <laughs> um, uh, so are really long film running times on films that don't need to be that long? Let's specify that one, shall yeah, we? Okay. Too
3: fucking right.
2: Too fucking right. Yeah. Are, are they going into one hundred and one? Abs are fucking. Literally. Abs are fucking. <laughs> oh, no, the no Colin. No, there's, there's yes. no way. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, oh, right, go
0: on. Put them all in.
2: Do room one oh one, and it's taking three and a half hours to die.
0: So, <laughs> last one, Tom. Okay, I'm going to end on a slightly nicer note, and um, this is um, a, this is could only be kind of the category of bad actors, and I'm <laughs> going to pick on someone, and that someone is Martin Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? He- to- how, how, how has he survived? Um, he made... Someone,
3: <laughs> he someone made- purchased Bad Boys 2 on DVD. <laughs> and and it got
0: reached, it reached his ears
2: that he, he was popular for playing the same character, and thus, he did. Again, okay. and again, right. and I'm again. So sure,
1: you have a list of bad, or, oh, bad boy films.
2: Of bad boy films, yes I do. Like- <laughs> <laughs>
1: of Martin Lawrence films, and I can guarantee you that the two that I'm going to go, uh-huh, he's good in that, are both uh, Bad Boys bad and Bad Boys, boys 2. <laughs> but that doesn't stop him from being... Going Let's
2: go quickly through it. <laughs> Let's just romp, tiptoe through the tulips of He was of born Marshall in
1: Germany. Smith. Oh, well, that's interesting.
2: <laughs> okay, he was in Do the Right Thing, the uh, Spike Lee film. Uh, he was in House Party, uh, Hammer, Slammer, and Slade, um, Talking Dirty After Dark, House Party 2, Boomerang, the Eddie Murphy film. Uh, he was on Saturday Night Live, and I think that's when that's when people were saying, "Hey, this Martin Lawrence fellow, he's rather funny." And then he turned up in Bad Boys uh, uh, opposite Will Smith. Now it's important to note that if you check the the back cover of Bad Boys Two, it says, uh, "Things come to a head, however, when Will Smith starts dating Martin Lawrence's sister." Hang on, not just Mike Lowry starts dating Marcus's sister; the the character Will Smith starts dating. Martin Lawrence's sister. They're not actually playing characters. Martin Lawrence is playing Martin Lawrence, and Will Smith is playing Will Smith. The, ultimately, after he did Bad Boys, he just played the same character again and again and again. Yeah, a I thin line know. between love and hate. I uh, kind
1: of liked him in Bad Boys but for no apparent reason. He, t- he kind of had that kind of... He, he hadn't got bigger than his own bloody boots. He was yeah. like, okay, right, Will mm. Smith is a superstar and I kind of have to... It, <laughs> uh, uh, but oh, then... then <laughs> I I, I fully agree. (laughs) Let's read this list. Oh, my
2: God. But come come the 21st century, he decided, right, you know what? Good films, they're not for me, folks. We're going to do Blue Streak, Big Mama's House. What's the worst that could happen? Black Knight, National Security. (laughs) (laughs) Bad Boys 2, Small Return to (laughs) Form. It's debatable. Rebound, Big Mama's House 2, Open Season, Wild Hogs.
3: Big Mom's House 3 is in the works.
2: As is College Road Trip.
3: Just what we needed.
2: (laughs) This, Okay, Tom, state your case,
0: if you need to. (laughs) The case is stated by that list. Yeah. A list of, was it 20 films, it seemed like? It just goes on and on and on. One of which I will watch time and time again. Bad Boy, which is Bad Boys, yeah. and the other one, Bad Boys 2, I would probably watch if it was on TV. Well, you can only watch off. it time, because it's so long, you wouldn't have time time again. <laughs> <laughs> and we refer you to Tony's, <laughs> which is now... Yeah, a- but there you go, Case Proven... All right. For years and years and years, Saturday Night Live has always been the gem in America's breeding ground for comedy. Uh, every one from Steve counts. Martin, <laughs> Steve Martin started there. Bill Murray started there. Yeah, Dan Aykroyd started there. You yeah. name it; they probably started there in some form of like com-
1: written in the Saturday Night contract that um, after you become a certain. <laughs> success and you make good stuff that you then have to go on to make absolute fucking terrible shit yes
0: Jimmy Fallon signed yes. it twice <laughs> we, we'll draw up a list at some point of other people who just like movie in movie out just seem to be playing the just same seem to be either playing the same people or just not have, at, have just been
1: told oh yeah be yourself
0: <laughs>
2: i <laughs> learned you gotta be yourself is
1: it safe to say if you know martin lawrence died in a horrific martin
2: complex, lawrence is dead
1: like, <laughs> if he did <laughs> um before he became an actor i mean it's, I well, he it's
3: nearly true. he nearly died in august 99 oh cool. okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, apparently he went into that a three would be before
2: did all the fucking awful films uh, so he, he came probably, out of the cult possessed by Satan.
3: He went into a three-day coma after collapsing from heat exhaustion while jogging in 100-degree heat with several layers of he- heavy clothing. He needed yeah. see.
1: He's no, my, my point is, if he didn't exist and we didn't have any of the films, you know, I would maybe be <sighs> a loss without Bad Boys and Bad Boys Two, possibly. But you know, life goes on. <laughs> yeah, you know, the rest
2: of his films. Which uh, no pun intended, he was in if, life.
1: Now if that stuff in if Big Mama's house didn't exist, surely the world would be a better place.
2: Yeah. Yep, agreed. <laughs> uh, okay, right. So is Martin Lawrence going into room one hundred one forever? Never yes. to make it up. For me. Do
1: you realise on the yes. way down, you're still going to be gibber jabbering and going, no, 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 and just uh, holding on to the side. Like, you're going to I, I, I was
2: doing something, you. And, and you came in here, and you was, uh, I, I was. He's just doing Bill Cosby now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, it, he
3: was actually kicked. He was actually kicked off of uh, Saturday Night Live. It's worth pointing out and for I mean, spitting. <laughs> He apparently, he apparently, he hosted one episode in ninety four and made crude remarks on women's genitalia and personal hygiene. And as a result, my God, uh, I can't, was,
2: comedians have never done that before. Exactly.
3: As a result, th- th- this particular monologue was later edited out of uh, you know reruns and stuff. But he was banned as a result. So I would
2: have it nice. locked in a room with that guy who plays Kramer in Seinfeld, and they could make stupid off color jokes to each other till the end of time. Absolutely. And that room, my friends. Is room 101. Doom! Room 101.
1: Padlock over.
2: So, is, has anything escaped the flames? No. No. Everything has gone in. Everything.
1: There's a few close calls, but no. I'll yeah,
2: digital it. rights management was up in the yeah. air.
3: Yeah, but the, thankfully Tom came to my defence and, <laughs> and turned it all around. It was looking iffy, but uh, there you go.
2: Okay, folks. Well. Hope you've enjoyed this particular one, and uh we may be back at some other point in the in the future with a reprise of this, because I've enjoyed it.
0: Email us if you want more.
2: <laughs> yeah, email us if you want more. You can email us at uh, digitalcowboys at com. Please
1: email us. Yes. For,
2: for the love of God, folks, please email <laughs> us.
1: Shut down that account soon. Yeah. Actually,
2: uh, speaking of which, this is a plea. Um, Everyone listening to this, we have... Uh, a, uh, a small listener base uh, at the moment and uh, we'd just like to make it bigger so tell everyone you know about this podcast send it out to your friends uh, via email. people in
3: the streets writing.
2: yeah, yeah. Just we, we want it graffitied we- on walls we want people <laughs> to see our faces up there and, and go you know what I think those fellows know what they're talking about <laughs>
1: just um, to sound vain but seriously we, we'd just like to get a few more people and yeah, you know, the best thing you can do for the show is just spread the word Submit a
3: petition on on, uh, the number ten ten website to get the government to advertise it. uh, Whatever you like.
2: Uh, Okay, put it like this. Let's just look at the uh, top uh, uh, podcasts on iTunes right now, shall we? Today's top podcast at number one, folks. It's Russell Brand. Now, Paul, how would you describe Russell Brand?
3: (laughs) Uh, Can I use the word?
2: Yeah, I think it's valid at this point. Folks, put things in
3: Russell Brand. He's a cunt.
2: Agreed. He's an absolute 10 on 10 cunt. Okay. Number two, <laughs> the Ricky <Richard> Gervais <laughs> Podcasts. Now, those are brilliant. Actually, I totally recommend them. Uh, then there's 8 out of 10 cats, best of Chris Moyles, fuck him. Best of YouTube, uh, not not with that. Number six, Jimmy Carr. Now, he's a bit of a toss himself. Yes. It's Doctor Who, Brainiac, um, Gordon Ramsay's Fast Food, H-G-I-G-F-N-Y. Mm. Um, none of those are as good yeah. as ours. <laughs> 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 haven't listened to any of them apart from the events, but I categorically say ours is better.
3: I quite like number 22, the Steve, Steve Jobs and Bill Gates at the D5 conference, that was good.
2: Okay folks, you've been listening to uh, Digital Cowboys, the best movie and video game podcast on the internet right now. I've been Alex Shaw.
0: I've been Paul Shotton. I've been Tony Atkins. I've been Tom Mundell.
2: Ooh, number 36 sex tips intercourse TV digital <laughs> <laughs> cowboys <laughs> <laughs> oh, no well, Russell Brand we dare you to sue us for that one because you'd have to stand up in court and say I'm not oh, I'm not I'm not and he'd say no you are you know <laughs> that <would> be <laughs> <laughs> and, and you'd be sent out for perjury <laughs> and we'd be given loads of money and we'd be number one that would work. <laughs> okay folks <laughs> we'll catch you next week